Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The year is 2022, and what is the number one film on the Sight & Sound 100 Best Films of All Time list? Oh man, let's get into it! everyone welcome to unspooled each week on unspooled we unspool famous films to find out if they are truly classics or just remembered that way that voice you're hearing is film critic amy nicholson who writes for the new york times and that voice you're hearing is paul sheer mastermind mirthful man man of many hats including a clippers hat quite now that's quite good i like the city edition clippers hat i like their whole look this year A little bit away from Mr. Cartoon, which is great, but we're not talking about that. We are talking today in an emergency episode about the 2022 Sight and Sound Greatest Films of All Time poll, which just came out this week. And for those of you who don't know, Amy, tell us a little bit about the Sight and Sound poll. Like, Who makes this list? Why is it important? Why are people all up in arms about it? Oh, yeah, totally. So this is a list that's very different from the AFI list that you and I have spent a lot of time talking about. It's not an American list. This is a truly international list that historically is populated by filmmakers, film critics, festival programmers from all around the world. It is truly an international view of cinema. And this film tends to have a pretty seismic impact in film culture, film lore, film history. It's this list that elevated Citizen Kane and said, pay attention to this movie. It is also this list that displaced Citizen Kane with Vertigo and said, pay attention to this movie. And in both cases, really added to the legend of those films, really made them be taken even more seriously. And now those two classics have been displaced by a third film who is about to see if it can get some of that sight and sound glow. Make me a necessary film that everybody has to have seen if they want to say they're a proper film fan. And I think it's interesting because when you look at a list like this, it's bound to get you talking. And I think that what's really interesting about this film is it's the first time a female director has taken this top spot on this list. And that is something to celebrate. But it also is a list that leaves out Spielberg completely. Like Spielberg is not represented on this list 
at all. And there are multiple slots for the same director. I mean, Wong Kar Wai, Stanley Kubrick, Alfred Hitchcock, David Lynch. So there's a lot at play here as far as, is this list representative of the true fan or or just the critic? Because this is the critics list. There's also a director's list. But I wanted to see what you thought about this list in general. Do you feel like this is a, a list that is representative of the people? Or is this more of a list that's representative of the people who know film? And this is like a snobby conversation that you're not invited to. This is mostly the latter with a touch of the former. I would say that this okay. is a list from people who know and deeply love film uh, validating the world of people who know and deeply love film and are hoping that in sharing their picks with each other will point some people into watching films they might not have seen. Do you know? Like, I think they're using their power for good, but also, you know, it is a list where when you look at it, you see people really thinking hard about what they're going to pick and why and how it will look when their name is published with their list next to it. And that's actually a really interesting part of this. You can actually look at everyone's list. I think a lot of people have been excited to see, you know, like the director of RRR, what he picked for the director's list, you know, which I think you'll be surprised that uh, a movie like Lion King uh, stands right next to Apocalypto in his top five. I love it. I love that, you know, you get to see I mean, Apocalypto all these films. and Lion King, I get. But like, then he also put Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I look, you know what? And Forrest Gump. He put Forrest Gump on that list as well. Uh, but I do think it's an interesting list to kind of dissect because the director's list and the critic's list have in their top five, obviously the critics list have it as number one and the director's list have it as number three, this film that people are talking about, which is called Jean Dielman. Now, I've never seen Jean Dielman. I, I, I know it's on Criterion, so I feel like it's accessible to me. But I was surprised, especially after doing the show, looking at these lists, talking to people that we've talked to on the show, that this is a film that I never have heard of. I, I just never have heard of it. And that... That surprises me. I mean, it's a big swing because we're going from Citizen Kane, gigantic visual epic, Vertigo, gigantic visual epic, to a film that mostly takes place in the, you know, house of one woman. This is a, this is like a three and a half hour film about three days in this housewife's life. You know, she cleans, she cooks, she has sex for money to help keep her house afloat. You know, it is a study of a woman. It is a study of a life. It is an intimate film in a way that, that has not been represented as number one. And so it is, it is to me a very pointed statement about like great films don't just have to seem big. Great films can be about a person. I love that idea. And I think that, you know, it might be worth us checking it out and talking about it a little bit more because it seems like the internet is in uproar about it like how oh, yeah, could people it get... are mad people are what like are the, they sound, mad about? the sight and sound list is dead uh, well, they're, they're mad that it feels like it is a list made self-consciously i guess is the way that i would phrase it made self-consciously with you know perhaps not driven by passion and love the way that you would imagine that the, the director of rrr is when he says kung fu panda but driven more by like i do want to make sure i look smart because this is a very prestigious list and so really kind of kind of scrabbling. Like I've seen them post some lists from people where I'm like, I've never, 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 never heard of that. Like never, never, never. I feel like you're making up a movie title, you know, from like Kazakhstan to make me feel silly. So there's a bit of that going on with this list as well.
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I do want to say, though, also related to this, you know, having had to contribute to many gigantic lists in my lifetime, it is such a nightmare to decide what to pick. Like the gamesmanship is actually really off the rails every time I've had to contribute to a list like this, because part of you is thinking, well, that film's such a shoe in. I don't even have to mention it. You know, like, why would I even say The Godfather if everybody else is going to say The Godfather, if they're going to do this in like a ranking point system, who gave how many points to what, which is how this works, which is why there's like 90 ties in a way that I find just bizarre. Then you're like, well, I'm going to throw my point to this one that maybe not other people will say, and maybe I will hope this one got on the list. There is no such thing I genuinely believe as a pure list. Although, honestly, the director of RRRs comes closest because it is like, it is it is so wild, honestly. <laughs> well, then you also have somebody like Scorsese who's taking a big hit this year because the films that he chose, there were no female directors, there were no black directors, you know, uh, on his list. And it was a list that felt, I think to many people, a list that was caught in the past a bit. Yeah. You know, there was nothing in it that was new. And this is a year where Sight and Sound has embraced some new things. For example, Do the Right Thing has made the list uh, for the first time. Animation joined the list. We had Spirited Away and my neighbor Totoro uh, snagged tops on the top 100. Uh, we also have uh, additions of films like Get Out, Parasite, Moonlight, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, yeah. You but know, that, you're having, yeah. But that is, I think, part of why this list is so wacky is because I think people know that their lists will be posted and they will be judged on whether or not they have a, a list that's diverse. You know, and so I do yeah. think that that does give films like Portrait of a Lady a boost because people are like, oh, man, I really want to think of something that's like modern and is in this slot and makes me look like a person with eclectic tastes. 
I think it's both people worried about trying to look smart and also people with the legitimate fear that they will get yelled at the way Scorsese does. You know, you, you kind of can't win. There's a lot at stake at this. Well, yeah, and I think that you're seeing that there's finally a removal of some directors that have been problematic. Intolerance, a film that I know that you love very much, uh, was booted off the list. It was hanging on by a thread and it was booted off the list. Uh, you also see movies like Lawrence of Arabia, The Wild Bunch, Chinatown, Fanny and Alexander, Nashville, A Touch of Evil, all falling off the list. Um, the searchers clinging list, on, though. The searchers is like, I'm at 15 and I'm not going anywhere. I know. I was surprised at that. You know, I, I thought that a lot of the movies that we felt eh about or or that we didn't often agree on were still on the list. You know, whether that is Blade Runner or, like you said, The Searchers. Um, it's an interesting thing to make people judge. And I think it's a harder thing to do because we talk about this all the time. What are the greatest films of all time from all around the world? So when you look at this list, it is a hard list to pare down. It's There's so many things that I think that... Very few people probably have seen all 100 of these, whereas I, I would argue that the uh, AFI list, there might be a larger uh, swath of people who've seen those films. But this is, you really have to be a an international film watcher to truly recognize some of these names. And I, I find them all to be really interesting. I'm like, oh, this, this sounds or looks uh, really engaging. It makes me want to dig in a little bit more to some of these areas and, and directors that I've never even heard of. Yeah, I think it's a great list in terms of here are some things you should definitely rent if you haven't seen. And there's some things in here that I'm delighted by, like Night of the Hunter, a movie that we just decided to put on our list this year. It's at number 25. It's all the way up there. It's tied with Al, Al Hazard Balthazar, which is a film that I've been talking about a lot because it inspired the movie EO, the movie about the donkey that's probably going to get an Oscar nom this year. Um, but Night of the Hunter, how delightful that that movie is, is, is up here. That's marvelous. And can I also say that one of the ones that like warms my heart so deeply is that Sunrise is up here at number 11, a movie that you know that I love very deeply. We kept that on our list too. I'm thrilled. Tokyo Story is at number four. That's fabulous. There's so many wonderful things in here. I appreciate that they've got Mulholland Drive by David Lynch all the way up at number eight. We have yet to do a David Lynch film. I'm A, a guess that David Lynch is not on the AFI list to begin with, and so we haven't had a chance to do it before. But now I feel like this is doubling down. We've got to do a David Lynch. We've got to do more than one. Well, I mean, I'll continue this idea of what also is missing. You know, you, you talk about Steven Spielberg missing, and I think that that's kind of a, a head-scratcher, and I don't understand exactly why. Do you have a theory on that? I mean, I feel like to put Steven Spielberg on this list is to be judged as a populist. And I think that is the last thing many of the people who voted on this list want to do. Okay, well, then would you say the same thing is putting Quentin Tarantino on this list, who is also not on this list? Is that something that is also viewed as being a populist? Because yeah. I feel like he's somebody that belongs on this list for what his contribution, I mean, they both do, but his contribution to cinema definitely is more in the independent space, in a space that I think is, if you want to say cooler, it definitely has that. I mean, to be honest, I think we're living in a very complicated, fascinating, and singular time to be talking about who is art and who makes art. And the real drama of this list is going to be in 10 years when we see if Portrait of a Lady is even on it, because I think it might not be. And I think that's going to be fascinating. I think this list is a great snapshot of the conversations we're having now about film. I definitely agree. And, uh, you know, I think that you are vindicated here because uh, another drop on the list was Godfather Part Two. 
no longer one of the greatest films ever, according to critics. That's it. It, uh, you know, is considered one of the best sequels ever made, but no room for it on the list. Just the original Godfather. Man, I mean, I think this movie is a gauntlet thrown to us that there are some things in here we do need to do. We got to do a Bergman. We really got to do a Bergman. Mm-hmm. It's time to do a Bergman. I agree with you. I think that that would be great. And let's just take quickly a look at the top 12. Number 12, The Godfather. We did it. Number 11, Sunrise. We did it. Number 10, Singing in the Rain. We did it. Number nine, Man with a Movie Camera, 1929. This Zika I would Vertov. love to do. This I would, I would love to do this one. This is like just such a visual. It's like almost, it's only barely an hour long. And it is just a visual, wonderful black and white film. It's marvelous. Is it like John Wilson, the HBO show? No, it's more like John Wick. <laughs> and uh, number eight, Mulholland Drive. We talked about David Lynch. I think we definitely have to get David Lynch here on the show. Yeah. Not him, but the movie. Blue <laughs> Velvet is also it. on this list. And I'm kind of torn between those two. I also love Eraserhead. Um, and number seven is Beau Traval, 1998 by Claire Denise. That movie's uh, wild. That would be fun. Yes. That would be fun. Number six, uh, 2001, which we also did. Number five, In the Mood for Love by uh, Wong Kar Wai. Number four, Tokyo Story, which we've done. Citizen Kane, 1941, which we did. Vertigo, which we've done. And we talked about Jean Dielman, which I think we have to do. We have to do Jean Dielman. It's three and a half hours. We have to have people prepare for this. But want to say in January, we'll come and, and we'll do Jean Dielman because I think that it's worthy. This list has come out and and let's see what number one is. But I would say in the top 12, we've we've done pretty good. We have. And yeah, I think we absolutely have to do Jean Dillman. And I think you're absolutely right that we should give people time to catch up with a movie that is three and a half hours long, uh, easily rentable, easily streamable. But let's give people a month. Let's even do like a, a Jean countdown. The Jean okay. countdown to Jean week. Let's do Jean. January. Oh, oh my I love that. Yeah, God. great. January. January. Devin, you evil genius. Okay, yes. In January, we are going to do Jean Dielman. So everybody get ready to evaluate this number one film on the sight and sound list together because you can't have an opinion on it till you've seen it. I absolutely agree. And look, we can all argue about what is the best. And I think that there is something to be said for all the people who are not represented because I think that if you go by that old uh, Groucho Marx saying that I don't want to be in a club that would have me as a member, you know, there is something there. I, I think you can wear it as a badge of pride and honor that you've made giant films and yet no one will put you on that list. I, I, I like that. I like that idea. Like Steven Spielberg knows that he belongs on this list and he's got to be calling bullshit on it. And I, and I do think it's interesting that Quentin Tarantino is not on it as well. And Quentin Tarantino did not vote this year. He did vote a handful of years ago, I think on the last list in 2012. Uh, and his list was great. But, uh, I am excited to see. So take a look at this list and maybe uh, your holiday homework assignment is just pick one at random and see if you can kind of explore and uh, open up your worldview to some great films. I love that. And you know what I would also love to be doing is I think not only should we make sure to cover the number one film on this list, I think when they start coming out with the full lists of, say, like the directors, what the directors all put Mm -hmm. individually We should pick some directors we admire and pick some films on their list that we haven't gotten to cover. Oh, I love that. Okay, great. Great idea. Which I guess means we're going to do Kung Fu Panda, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Get Kung Fu Panda in there. All right, well, I'm going to dig into this list a little bit more. Look at this and get angry. 
get angry why there's no PTA, <laughs> no Terrence Malick, no Eric Romer. I have a lot of things to say about this. Uh, and if you love it, go on to our Discord and tell us that we should maybe do it on the show. I want to hear from you. What do you want to hear? Because a lot of times when we pick these more obscure films, you know, uh, people aren't as excited as them, you know. So let us let us know what you think deserves to be discussed. And our Discord, as always, is just discord.gg slash Paul Shear. There's a giant unspooled section, a great community there. We have amazing mods. Uh, and we would love to hear from you about your favorites on this list. But right now, I also want you to get angry and get on your computer and go to Podswag and get your limited edition unspooled playing card deck. It's a perfect stocking stuffer. It is a beautiful deck of playing cards, all decorated with the amazing artwork from our show created by Kim Troxel. Uh, it's our 52 favorite pieces that she designed, and I think you will love them as much as we do. It's a beautiful deck. It's reasonably priced. Go to Podswag right now and uh, put it in the stocking or under the menorah, or not under the menorah, near the menorah, wherever you where wherever you're gonna put gifts for this holiday season, put it nearby uh, for the unspooled fan, for the Paul and Amy uh, lover or hater, honestly, because you can deface the cards. Uh, you can do whatever you want with them, but just go to podswag.com to get yourself a beautiful unspooled Christmas gift. And as always, check out our store on Tee Public where we have some great shirts. I still. I'm amazed that the Pew Pew Pew, the Florence Pew, mixed with the TIE Fighter Pews, uh, is not just selling thousands. Uh, but uh, there's so much good stuff there, tpublic.com slash unspooled. Um, all right, Amy, that is it for our emergency episode. We'll see you back at our regularly scheduled time. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack.